All right, my friends, in this episode, I'm going to step you through the process that I go through to understand what is driving from an unconscious level, my emotions, my reactions, my thoughts. And I'm gonna do it in an experience that is just happening today. See you in a sec. It isn't always about what you think it's about. Um, this goes down deeper to our unconscious motivations, fears, desires, and the things that often guide us to points in life and how we often, or I often, will use those desires. Um, we'll use the desire to avoid the uncomfortable, to avoid at times what is really going on. And of course, because I have been devoted, dedicated to my own growth. My, my devotion is to being the fullness, like the full Chris that I am as much as I can in every moment that I can. And so that devotion brings me into feeling and processing things that I might otherwise try to push under the carpet. So to give a little backstory, it is currently Wednesday and I was supposed to start driving this morning to go see some friends of mine for an event that's happening in Utah, one that I look forward to. I've been to it now four times, I believe, and I look forward to it every year. It's a big part of my Christmas um, experience and being around people who I love and care about. And yet at the same time, I have these things in life that I'm trying to do, trying to grow into, put forward, create. Uh, one of them is a book that's being released on Friday that I have been woefully avoiding the marketing on uh, because I don't typically enjoy marketing. There's some self-worth stuff there as well. And in addition, there's a whole wrapping up of some projects uh, that are very important to me um, that I have not made as much time for as I could. And so I, yesterday and this morning, uh, when I woke up, I was feeling the weight of these two decisions, right? Do I let myself down and not complete the things that I truly want to complete right now? Or do I let others down by not showing up and focusing on doing the things that I feel need to be done, right? So this is a predicament I found myself in in multiple times in my life where it feels like it's me or others. And I often feel torn because I don't want to let myself down or abandon myself mentally, emotionally, etc. And yet, when I feel that I've let others down, it deeply affects me emotionally. Um, so, 
woke up with those two things weighing on and in the middle of a dream, I woke up and in this dream, I was literally having a conversation with myself about how it's okay to stumble and to fall and to not live up to expectations sometimes. And I was feeling my way through that and then I joined a morning meditation. This meditation is with somebody who I truly appreciate. And I caught just the last couple of minutes of it. His name is Panash Desai, but I caught the last couple of minutes and the focus of this meditation was in loving yourself regardless. And we've all heard these things. I've heard these things more times than I can easily count or admit. Probably thousands upon thousands of times, right? Love yourself. Fill up your cup. Put your own mask on. Uh, all of that. But what struck me in the moment was what I was looking for wasn't a clear choice. It wasn't doing my things or being there for other people and in doing things with other people. It was, I've set up a situation due to my own procrastination where I feel like it's a lose-lose. Um, and it's not completely true, but that's the emotional feeling that I have right with this decision. And what truly matters in this moment is can I love myself either way? Can I be present? Can I care for myself? Can I, if I feel like I've let myself down, can I still love myself and be okay with myself and accept myself? If I feel like I've let others down, can I love myself and accept myself and be okay with myself? And so I went into a meditation with that in mind. Can I feel that level of self-love and acceptance regardless of which choice is made? And as I began experiencing that, as I fell more deeply into that meditation, some things began to make themselves way more clear to me. And these came forth as emotions, not as thoughts, but as emotions bubbled up that my mind could then, and my awareness could then begin to make sense of, right? And the first was, I realized that I was avoiding responsibility to some degree, that I am wholly responsible for being where I am right now. I procrastinated uh, and felt, yes, I felt some tiredness, but I more <laughs> procrastinated and focused on things that were less important over the last week and a half, which has put me in this situation. So it's my responsibility and it's not something I can blame somebody else for. And the choices that I have before me are beautiful choices. I either get to do things that I love and care about for myself and in service of others, or I get to go enjoy time and nurture myself and others via relationship. Like neither of these is bad. It's not a lose-lose, it's a win-win. And maybe there's a way that they combine, right? So that was the first level of clarity. 
And then I sat with it and wondered, why do I feel this way? Why am I perceiving this as a lose, lose? Why am I wanting to fall into a victim mentality? And as I sat further with that, my mother came to mind. And for those of you who don't know, uh, my mother has crossed over. She's not with us. And I have always been very, very close with my mother. My mother and I were very similar in terms of attitude, in terms of energy, in terms of um, the way we approach life, in terms of our independence. Um, but of course, we are different people. And so I was brought to my mother. And then I began to experience some sadness that my mother wasn't here. And as I felt that sadness as that came up, I began to feel some anger. And that anger perplexed me, like it confused me for a little bit. I went with it, I felt it. I've done this long enough to know that resisting it is not helpful. You go with these things, you do these things, you surrender into these things, you allow these things, that it's in feeling the emotions that we are set free, that I have been set free time and time again. So I felt that anger. And as it began to come up, as I began to get curious about that anger, like, why would I be angry at my mother? And then there was a deeper realization that there is a pattern that I witnessed with my mother and probably misinterpreted but it was and is and has been a very real belief for me that I can now see spreading throughout my life. And that was, I witnessed my mother over and over and over, giving up her dreams for someone else. Sometimes that was for me, for the children, but most often, that was for my, my father. And to be clear, because uh, I've got a few father figures in my life uh, for uh, my stepfather, who was my father for, for most of my life. And I realized that I saw her want things. I saw her begin to go for things. I saw her begin to express herself more fully. I saw these opportunities come up that she was incredible and could have like just grabbed and gone for. And almost every time that happened, something would come up and she would choose not to. She would choose someone else's needs over her own. She would choose to sacrifice her own 
being at times, and, and sometimes just as much as, as lightly as her own success or career for somebody else that she cared for. Okay, so I, I felt this, like, why would I feel anger? I, that's, that could be a sad thing to, to witness. Why would I feel angry? And then I began to realize that I've had this belief for as long as I can remember. And that belief is that I can either pursue the things that bring me joy, or I can be present and loving and caring with others. But that the two don't coexist, right? And I see this pattern now throughout my life. I've seen it in a beautiful relationship I had with this woman um, that I moved to Pennsylvania for when I was only 19. And we were together for seven years. And I could see where I was continually setting up this paradox, this untrue belief that I could either be with her or I could do the things that I felt called to do. I could be my full being, but that the two didn't coexist. And then I could look at the relationships that I had thereafter, and I would go through these times where I was either fully in doing the thing that I cared about, like I was in it, I was doing it, I was creating companies, I was uh, in theater, I was in this play, I was creating art that I deeply cared about. I was going on adventures. Or I was in relationships with other people. And in those relationships, I often felt constrained or trapped or held back. And I blamed it on them. I focused that anger towards them. when it wasn't truly about them. And my anger towards my mother that I experience today isn't really about my mother. It's that deep inside I set and took in to my conscious and unconscious a false belief. And that false belief is that either I can be happy or other people can be happy. But not both at the same time, especially in romantic and intimate relationships or in my deepest, deepest family and friend relationships, which is why a lot of my life I've pursued isolation and being away from people so that I could have the space to do what I really wanted to do, what I felt like I was here to do. And I was angry at myself. That this was a projection outwards onto other people, but that I was angry at myself. I was angry because I always felt like I was compromising. 
I was either giving fully to me and feeling like I was being selfish and taking away from other people. Or I was giving to other people and feeling like I was abandoning myself emotionally in order to serve others. And both of these brought me pain because of the self-judgment that I was placing upon myself, that either way I was failing, that either way I was not good enough, that either way I was proving to myself yet again that I was not capable of living a good life in service of me and others. And as I have felt more deeply into this, I'm not yet at a point of resolution. But instead, I'm at this very beautiful step, this place of awareness. I now can see and feel and know what's going on behind the scenes when I've been making choices and decisions unconsciously that don't make sense, that have led me away from having either beautiful relationships or pursuing the things that were most important and meaningful to me in this life. Because either way, I felt like I was giving something up. And mentally, and beginning to allow this knowledge to kind of like boil down to the body. My heart, I believe, understands this, but it's still boiling down, filtering down, percolating down. Can things percolate down? Percolating down into the unconscious. Filtering down into the unconscious is the knowledge that both are possible. And I know that both are possible because I've witnessed it within some of my greatest friends, some of the people who I respect and love and care for the most. I've watched them model this, that they could have both a life of meaning and purpose and impact others and be present with their loving spouse and family and other people in their lives. I know that it's true because I've witnessed it. And now, because of this awareness, I'm beginning to believe it is actually true. And so I share this because this is a process that I often go through. A process where I begin to experience something, something that's uncomfortable. And as I lean into that uncomfortableness, I get curious. And then I begin to feel things. And then I wonder why I feel things. And then I wonder the why behind the thing that seems obvious, what's actually going on. If you'd asked me yesterday or earlier this morning, 
Why am I so anxious? Why do I feel some irritation and frustration? Because I just have a choice. Do I stay and finish some things or do I go and be with my friends? I wouldn't have been able to boil it down to, oh, this goes back to a relationship with my mother and more importantly, a relationship with myself. And now that I have this awareness, what I know, what I've learned from doing this time and time again, is that curiosity continues to unravel it, that it continues to be felt, that new levels of it are understood. And in that feeling, in that processing, in that releasing, in that acceptance, eventually I get to that point where there's an forgiveness, there's an acceptance, and there's an integration. And once that happens, these patterns, they no longer exist, not in the same way. They evolve. Because ultimately, that path of awareness, of understanding, of forgiving, accepting, and integrating is the most powerful and effective process that I've learned so far for how to move and shift out of our unconscious patterns. And I can feel it. I know that my life will be better as a result. And I share this with you when it is still fresh. And when I'll be honest with you, the last thing I wanted to do was be in front of this camera. I share this with you because I know that it works. It works because I've done this more times than I can count. And I know that this time will be the same. And I hope that by seeing and witnessing and me being emotionally open about these things, that it helps you to step forward into your own life and to be curious and to be willing to feel something that's uncomfortable and then to wonder about it and then to get curious again and then to dig a little deeper and to get curious again and then to find that awareness and then to be kind to yourself because we often want to judge ourselves in that moment and to be kind with ourselves, and then to allow the full process, however short or however long it takes. It may happen like that. It may take weeks or months or a year. But to know that once you begin the process and you devote yourself to it, that it is a form of liberation because you free yourself from an unconscious pattern that has ruled you often for years or decades or longer. This pattern for me has gone on for as long as I can remember. And I look forward to the point where I have accepted it and integrated it and it no longer holds me in this way. What I would love for you to do is in the comments below or on Twitter, I would love it if you would share with me what you got from this episode, how you're going to apply it, or even better, how you have applied it. 
and what you've seen and what you've experienced. Because ultimately, that's my hope. That you find your own liberation. Big love. Mwah.